is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's continue to talk. Utah Jazz Playoff Basketball. Let's get out to the zone phone. Of course, you see him on AT&T Sportsnet. He's our good uh, good friend, Thurl Big T Bailey. Let's, what's going on, Thurl? Good, man. It's a beautiful day. And it it's playoffs, right? What more could you ask for? <laughs> Seriously, beautiful day. Playoffs. And, and let's start there, uh, Big T. 13,000 fans in the stands last night. It, it right. felt like the playoffs. It, it felt like you know this arena was back to life again. It was beautiful, man. I walked off the set into the arena for the tip-off and seeing all those white shirts in there, was uh, it was amazing. You know, it just re- really reminds you of how much you miss that, right? And hopefully, you know, we're going to get that thing packed eventually. But, man, it was beautiful to see. So, Thurl, we're curious to know, since we were doing the radio pregame on the other side of the uh, main entrance to the arena, whether you felt like you were in danger of getting struck by lightning. <laughs> well, you know, I was really I, – I felt that Mike Smith was in danger of getting struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> that was really something. It hailed for a little while. It, that yeah, was yeah. hey, come rain, sleet, or shine, we're gonna be on that plaza doing a little pregame. Well, you know, you got a job to do, you gotta do it, That's man. Right. You're ready to go, you gotta go. That's right. Um uh Thurl, I know you were gonna give you a segue here. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were on the Zoom call with, with Donovan Mitchell. We heard you jump in there and, and ask a question, but what you what'd you make of that media availability? Um, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, these guys are obviously talking about it to a certain extent and as a player you know i get it and i understand that you you want to move on and it's business as usual um you know kind of on the media side you want questions answered uh, but you know i'm of the mindset and thank jerry sloan for this the game's got to be played right and if you're if you're ready you're ready uh, you know you you listen to the medical staff and you know your own body um uh, you know i don't i don't really care about any kind of controversy going on i want the guys who are out there ready to play play and it looks like donovan's going to be ready on wednesday um and you know there's 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 uh you know a series that's got to be played and donovan is a key piece in that and and the guys on the team know it so i hope there's not any kind of residual effect of all that that's going on that these guys can go out and focus on the task at hand because this is a, to be in that position to win it all in a long time. So we don't want anything hopefully infecting that. You know, that's interesting. I wonder if both of those things can coexist together where Donovan can can focus in and the team can focus in. But I wonder, you know, because he – that's one thing about Donovan. He was very candid in what he is – in his answers, I thought. And I thought the questions were really good by everybody who participated, yourself included. 
But he, he, he flat out said how ticked off he was about the whole thing. And I wonder what effect that has. Does it – I mean, you're a player thorough. You're human, right? I mean, these things yeah. do come into play sometimes. Yeah, and I've never been in a situation like that, right? So, I, you know, I, I can't be in Donovan's shoes. But, you know, he's got a team to worry about. And I think that's really the priority to him, right, his teammates. They've come a long way together, gone through a lot together. Um, and the thing you have to do as a player, you have to, you really have to compartmentalize, right? You can't, even though you feel a certain way, maybe you can channel it in, into what you, what you know you have to do, to do on the court. But um, you don't want to be looking back, you know, with the outcome of this thing, because you know it's, it's, you know, it's it's an important part of your career, um, and saying what could have affected what. So, yeah, I think Donovan, he's mature enough to know how to handle this thing along with the coaching staff and his teammates. Uh, We'll see. We'll see on Wednesday. Well, give us your kind of diagnosis on game number one. Thurl Gordon and I have gone through a kind of a laundry list of of things that weren't necessarily ideal. What what do you want to see improved in game number two? Uh, I think the first part of it is kind of the approach. I mean, there's a there's a psychological approach. There's a mental approach. There's a mental game. I think the Jazz lost last night, um, and you can thank Dylan Brooks for that. I mean, I think he 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 found something, right? He found the Jazz at a point, and he got in their heads a little bit. Don, um, Rudy talked about it post game, you know, about not getting caught up in it, but being able to match it. And so, uh, you know, the game is what it is. You know, you got to hit shots when they're wide open. And you got to give credit to Memphis in preparing themselves to come out. I mean, I, I think there's something to them coming off an emotional win in the play-in game against Golden State and coming right out and playing again. And the Jazz sitting around for seven days and, and uh, you know, having to manufacture some of that, that excitement. So um, I, don't, I don't think you're going to see that on Wednesday. Um, whatever the basketball issues were, I think, you know, they'll address those. They've been pretty good at kind of bouncing back from things that didn't work the game before. And in a, in a series that's against the same team, um, I expect some, you know, uh, I expect a, a more well-balanced attack, if you will. So about the physicality of the game, Thurl, you've been in some tough, tough playoff series through the years. I mean, I, I'm curious to know. It's 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 a delicate mix, isn't it, between – being physical and being tough and also focusing on what needs to be attended to in order to execute the way you have to. Both of these those things go into being tough, right? So how, how do the Jazz do that? Well, I think you're right. That toughness is, you know, that physicality is inclusive in that toughness. I don't think you can profess to be a great defensive team and not have some of toughness in you and the physical part as well. It's just a matter of how consistent you bring it every single night. Um, and so when you talk about the playoffs being that next level, right, uh, whatever you brought in the regular season, there's got to be more of it and, and a consistent amount of it uh, in the playoffs, and you got to show it every single night. So I, I have, there's no doubt in my mind and, you know, bias aside, because I've seen this Jazz team uh, a lot every single game that's been played that we are more talented 
than the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, the other elements, we we didn't really see yesterday that needed to be there. You know, obviously, um, you know, when when teams find a weakness and they're going to exploit it, you know, I think that mid-range question that I posed uh, and in the paint question I posed to Quinn was an important one because, you know, you get, you get outplayed. Um, even when the three is not working, you got to find something else. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that toughness and that physicality has to be kind of intermixed. So, uh, Thurl, often I find complaining about refereeing futile. I mean, people, referees make bad calls uh, all the time. I mean, it literally happens in every single game. But you mentioned Rudy's postgame comments. He, he talked about the referees in what I thought was an interesting way. He said he could not figure out how the game was officiated. And I guess my question to you is, from a player's perspective, is uh, really aren't all you looking for is consistency? Like maybe you call it tight, maybe you let a lot of stuff go, but at least allow me to get a feel for how you're going to call the game. Well, that's what you hope for, right? Um, but, you know, I always took – I mean, I didn't agree. I mean, there were some times when there were certain things that were blatantly obvious, right, call didn't go our way but you look for that balance you look for maybe some of those missed calls that go against the other team and you're like oh, okay it's not just one-sided but the bottom line is you, you're just not going to know how that's going to be that shouldn't affect how you go out and play right i mean uh you let the chips fall where they may you go out and you play your game uh knowing that there's certain calls you're not going to get but there's certain positions you can't put yourself in Right, uh, those officials weren't responsible for 16 turnovers. Right, and so you clean those kind of those things up. I don't think those kind of things decide the game itself. Right, unless it comes down to a tight game and there's a call that could go either way. But you can't base your play on what on how the refs how you think the refs are going to allow you to play versus the other team. Uh, so. You know, that's another one of those mental things, right? You're dealing with the mental stuff from the other team and you're dealing with the mental stuff from the refs when you're frustrated because you think you're not getting the call. No, no, this is the playoffs. Just go out and bust your ass and you go play. And 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 the outcome is what it is and you live with it. Thor, what kind of difference will Donovan Mitchell make? Uh, he said he's playing Wednesday and we presume from here on out. What will he do that uh, will make a difference? Well, I think we've seen it. I think we've seen the level Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if you can win a championship without your superstar. And I I don't mean star. I mean superstar. The superstar Donovan we've seen, the one we saw in the bubble, uh, the one we saw towards, you know, the tail end of the season that plays within the system but understands that he's got to be a playmaker and he's got to have the ball in his hands in, in situations where the Jazz need a boost. Um, so, yeah, you've got to have that superstar level at this level to come through for you, uh, you know, throughout the course of the game, you know, with that 30-point that, that game, uh, that dominance to, to get a matchup that just can't stop you, and they got to figure something out. It's just you're adding another huge piece to a, a, a team that's, that's pretty well-rounded and talented, a lot of three-point shooters, but now – You've got a next-level player that's going to up that game, and that's what he brings. 
Big T, how do you slow down a guy like John Morant? Well, there's no question John is talented. Um, and I think the key is exactly what you said. I don't, I'm not sure you can completely stop him, although I think he's young enough in this league where he's not quite a superstar yet and he's not as consistent um, a, a player. He really doesn't want to shoot that three. I mean, he can knock it down if he's wide open and push it in. But he is really, really good at decision-making in that paint. Uh, and whether it's mid-range or getting all the way to the basket, he's very creative in doing that. And once he finds that weakness and, and the team hasn't figured it out yet, uh, he's good at it. And, and you know, he's, he's got a great complimentary player in Brooks. So, you know, I, I'm interested to see what that game plan is going to be, whether it's to get it out of his hands early. Um, Rudy not being in the game hurt, right? Although Derek Favors did a great job, I think it's going to take a total team effort when those bigs help, right? Who's going to help them on a you know, on a balance unit, so, you know, so he can't uh, be a major key in the paint as well. Thurl, what can the Jazz do to keep the Grizzlies off those offensive boards? That's something uh, that yeah. Memphis is pretty darn good at. They are good at it, and that's a collective effort too guys i mean it really is it's it's talking about it and you know when you're when you're going over the scouting report and and understanding that that's a huge a huge advantage to the other team especially when you talk about possessions right i mean they took 100 shots jazz only took 81 and 47 of those for the jazz were three point shots uh, so every possession is going to matter uh, whether the game's going to slow down or not, probably somewhat. You're not going to see that up and down pace as much as you did in the regular season because every possession is so important. Uh, and that's just hustle, right? That's, those are just hustle points. Uh, you know, there's nothing magical about that. You just got to be conscious of it and just and go get them. Thurl Bailey with us here on the big show uh, on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, what do you think about the Rudy Valanciunas matchup? It's, it's, I guess it's going to be extremely physical, or so it would seem. It is, yeah. It's going to be testy. I, I like that. I mean, that's, that's some throwback stuff. And as much as the officials will allow you to, to bang a little bit, I hope they do. Um, yeah, I, I like the matchup, and it's not so much a one-on-one matchup as it is a matchup of how each player is effective uh, on their team. Of course, I think Rudy wins the defensive battle, but um, you look at Valanciunas' points. When Rudy's not in the game, he just attacks whoever it is. You know, he's got a little hook in there, but a lot of it is when the big goes and helps, right? Who's going to protect you know, Rudy's guy, who's going to get back and play that defense so he doesn't get an easy dunk or an easy put back. Uh, so I, I like the matchup, and defensively, the Jazz can get a lot more opportunities uh, if they understand that that on-ball defense has got to be great if it gets to Rudy. Uh, so he's not necessarily the last line of defense all the time, and there's no help there for him. But um, I, I like, I like, I love big matchups. Thurl, uh, I wrote, wrote, put this in a column I wrote for today, but uh, 
Uh, you played for Jerry Sloan. You'd been in playoff losses before, and uh, I remember something that Jerry said to me when I was talking to him about losing in the playoffs, losing a game in the playoffs, and he said it was one of the things he loved most about coaching was challenging his team and seeing what kind of fight they had in them after a loss. And he, he, he relished that. And he said, that's when you find out who a team is, what a team is. I, I, I find that kind of talk really fascinating. Was that your experience with him? Oh, no question about it. Jerry tested us all the time. And for him, man, you even understand after a win, right? I mean, you, you, get, you get players who are, like, really excited about the moment. Jerry wasn't like that. Jerry was like the long haul, you know? So, you know, even in a win, he'd look at the stat sheet and he'd pull out something that he wasn't happy with, right? So basically to him, you know, yeah, the win was good, but we really haven't accomplished it. We want to get – we're talking long term. These are the things we didn't do well. we got to do them better. We want to be a better team. And I think Quinn's really the same way, right? I mean, you, you don't hit him with any questions about a streak, a win streak, right, or, or records being broken because it's not about that. It's about how can we get better every single game. Um, and now in the playoffs, it's even, it's even uh, spotlighted even more because it's the same team you're dealing with. And what are you going to tweak? How are you going to be better than the next game? And how are you going to bounce back from, from what just happened? Big T, you are the best. Thank you for jumping on with us. And, of course, we'll be watching on AT&T Sportsnet. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you, Thurl. Thurl, Big T, Bailey, jumping on with us. Playoff time, indeed. Sometimes uh, I think viewers and listeners uh, forget how many, how many games uh, Thurl Bailey played in. Oh, yeah, Thurl played for a long time. A long time. And he's seen all this stuff before. So we'll see if the Jazz uh, rebound. That, that That's really what it comes back to. Can they bounce back? Remember in last year's bubble, which was a weird environment, but uh, they lost that first game, then they won three straight. Then, then what happened, Jake? You tell me, Gordon. Uh, they, they lost. Why do, why, you say are you it like, why do you say it like that? And why no. are you smiling? <laughs> just, I'm just go goof. jazz. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Jeez. just saying that uh, that but, uh, you can gather yourself and then lose yourself. No, who are you, Eminem? <laughs> Ma's spaghetti. And, and way to way to pick that scab. Why don't you talk about the last time that they lost a uh, a game one at home in the playoffs? Why don't you talk about then? When was that? 1998 against Houston. That turned out okay. So you could have referenced that. Well, that was 22 years ago. Yeah, that's when 23 years ago. They lost game one at home and then ended up making it all the way to the finals. How about while we're young? I mean, you're going all the way back, way, way, you know. Easy now, Greta Garbo fan club. (laughs) And they lost uh, technically in the bubble the first one on the road last time. That's what I said. I just said that. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm making – never mind. Oh, what? No. What I'm mean? not just, po- I'm making the joke that they were technically on the road because everyone, everyone was. was on the road. No, yeah. they were home. They were home in the happiest place on earth. All right, never mind. <laughs> Let's wipe the slate clean. What do you say? All right. We'll have more big show coming up next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.